0: Welcome to today's episode of the Beauty Industry podcast, your online support community for the professional beauty industry, connecting you with educational pieces, innovative industry products and inspiration from industry experts. I am your host, founding director of Beauté Industry, Tamara Shaw. Today we are diving into the world of blogging and vlogging with our guest Madeline Edwards. Madeline is a Melbourne-based YouTube and Instagram superstar for the makeup and beauty industry with over 40,000 followers across YouTube and Instagram. Madeline's top viewing video, her 2017 skincare routine, has had over 122,000 plays and if that figure doesn't blow your mind, the next one will. Madeline is just 24 years old. Along with being sponsored by Subo Studio Skin Clinic and being taken on as talent by May Media Management, Madeline's pictures have been reposted by the likes of Benefit Australia and ColourPop Cosmetics. Maddie was hand-chosen to feature on today's podcast as she is a professional beauty therapist herself, has shared her truth in dealing with acne and eczema, and in my opinion, is one of the most transparent influences I've seen on my screen to date. It's my absolute pleasure to welcome to the podcast today, Madeline Edwards. Thank you so much for coming on board and joining us today, Maddie. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it. My pleasure, so when and when did the world of YouTube all start for you
1: um well i actually i've obviously always loved beauty um I actually studied that in two thousand and fourteen, but it was never really makeup that I fell in love with it was um I really liked the skin side of things to be honest um mm-hmm. I did like makeup but it wasn't like a I wasn't good at it, so I didn't like it. Like my mum used to do my makeup all the way through. Like if I ever had a party in high school or something, <laughs> mum would do my makeup. And then um makeup was like a small segment in the uh like when I did go to beauty school, we did um touch on that and that's where I kind of fell in love with it and my best friend at the time also had a um beauty YouTube channel. And I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Like, I love sharing what I know and talking to people, like, through comments and stuff like that. And I love makeup. So, yeah, I just started that and it started off very slowly and I'm still not as consistent as I'd love to be. But, (laughs) um, yeah, that's how it all started, really.
0: Yeah. Did it take a lot of courage for you? I know when I do like an Instagram live or a Facebook live, I am freaking out beforehand. (laughs) Did it take a lot of courage for you to film something and upload it and be comfortable with that? Actually, no, like something like this is much more daunting for me because
1: (laughs) it is kind of more live. um, Whereas YouTube, um, even Instagram videos, you can kind of chop and change them. And if if you don't like a part, you're just like, okay, I'll get rid of that. <laughs> You're putting like the your best foot forward, really. Um, but definitely like with an Insta live, if I do that, it feels it's very nerve wracking. Because e- if you make mistakes, people are going to see it live. So yeah, um, but yeah, I didn't really have any problem. I think um, by the time that I started my YouTube channel, I had a really good support network of friends and family. So I really wasn't very nervous, which is good because I know that's something that a lot of people do have to deal with,
0: the nerves. Yeah, yeah. How was your, um, you said your family and your support network was really supportive. Mm-hmm. I think if I told my parents at the age of 22, 23, that 144 people were looking at any one video of mine, they would have freaked oh. out. <laughs> how were, How is your family reacting to you being so public out there? Um, do yeah, they didn't really mind,
1: to be honest. I don't think they really understood. They were just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's good. And then, <laughs> you know, now on my YouTube channel, I think I have around 28,000 subscribers, which is insane to me. Like, that's so crazy. It's been a real, like, slow burner, but it's definitely, like, growing. Um, So now, obviously, I'm starting to do paid collaborations and stuff like that, and it's actually becoming – you know a new stream of income for me and actual work so now both of my parents are like oh my god this is weird
0: like we didn't really ever think this would happen <laughs> it's a job yeah. yeah when um when did you realize that your videos and your instagram has started gaining traction
1: um my uh, the algorithms are so different so for youtube um you know, you can put up a video and then even a year later, Instagram can still recommend it to people. It can be in their sidebar Mm. recommended to watch. So um, YouTube videos are always getting traction. You know, like my, I think my most viewed video is a video that I posted over, oh no, just about a year ago now. And like, to be honest, when it first, like when I first posted it for the first like six months, it was just like going regularly like a normal video. And then all Mm. of a sudden traction picked up and, It's got like nearly 200,000 views now, which is so crazy to me. And it just keeps getting views and I keep getting comments on it. And I'm like, what the heck? How are you even seeing this? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think YouTube, it's just time and consistency. There was no kind of real pivotal moment. But for Instagram, um, probably when I started to share uh, more of my skin issues, to be honest, I started to share – my battle with acne and eczema and I think a lot of people relate to that so that definitely yeah brought on a whole new wave of followers which is really nice
0: yeah yeah and from um the looks of things your channel is very natural i mean in comparison to a lot of youtubers and instagram um influencers out there which you know is very posed and fake and um, kind of unrealistic so you like to you know have a real laugh at yourself and kind of show your good days and your bad days did you always intend for your channel to be viewed this way um i think that like you said, I think it's just true to me.
1: I just I really do want that relatability. I feel like my followers and subscribers are my friends. And I love when we can all chat in the comments section. And, you know, I just have such a nice support network. I'm really lucky where I don't really get any hate or negativity or anything. Mm. Um, So yeah, I guess I just kind of, I just feel like I can be myself, which is really nice. I don't ever feel like I have to post what you know people want me to post because I'm kind of like there um there's a corner on YouTube for everybody so Mm. you know you can just be yourself on you know if people like you they like you and if they don't then don't subscribe to me (laughs) that's fine yeah
0: Yeah, I love that and your um super kind of transparent and we'll definitely link all of your pages when um, we pop this onto our Instagram and Facebook. And you can see that you've got these photos where you are, you know, no makeup, hormonal breakouts at the moment and you know has it always been um something that you wanted to discuss or did you just you know you may may have removed your makeup one day after a YouTube video and go that's it I'm going to talk about it because it's really peeing me off (laughs) yeah
1: that's right actually um I guess I felt responsible because um the kind of acne that I have it's actually quite easy to cover um so when I have makeup on especially on camera you can't actually really see that I've got blemishes Mm -hmm. under there um, and I don't want people to think that, you know, skin goals, blah, 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 because it's <laughs> so not that. Um, and I I really just want people to see, you know, I don't wear makeup every day either. So I want people to see who I really am. I don't want every photo on my Instagram to look like I've got this perfect skin, because I definitely don't. And <laughs> I I actually, I'll admit that in some makeup photos, if I'm using a brand where I want them to repost me I will sometimes smooth away my blemishes um with like facetune or something because Mm -hmm. unfortunately I know that if I have blemishes I'm not going to get reposted which sucks but
0: that's interesting that's
1: the industry that we're in I think it's can be quite shallow sometimes and at the end of the day they're trying to sell something so they don't want you know it to look like I've got bad skin so I guess I felt responsible to be like yeah okay sometimes I might have to blow my blemishes away but it's not because I'm trying to fool you guys it's because I'm trying to you know network but this is what I really look like underneath all of the makeup and the face tune.
0: Mm, Um, And I love how honest you are as well you always you know come on I love your your lives and your stories and you're like look at my skin today I don't know what's happening uh, I tried to film something for YouTube and I just feel crap about it you know you're really honest and I love that.
1: It's actually quite empowering because you know you you're showing something you you feel so vulnerable and people could tear you down or they could relate to you and be like oh my gosh thank you so much like I really needed this today and it's weird that me showing my vulnerabilities and you know the side of myself that I'm not completely comfortable with can help Hmm. other people feel more comfortable so yeah it's really empowering
0: which is cool Amazing. Um, I know, you know, I'm, obviously I run the beauty industry, um, Instagram and Facebook, and there's a lot of pressure for me as a business owner to keep my content fresh and to be posting every day or, you know, every week. Um, it, there must be a lot more pressure for you to be posting frequently and to have fresh content.
1: Oh, I don't think a lot more pressure. I think anyone who's kind of pursuing any kind of online business or, you know podcasts whatever whatever platform it's on consistency is such a big thing isn't it like it's mm. um you lose people lose interest quickly you've got to be fresh and with it it's um yeah, there is pressure, but I just kind of think if it's got to be genuine at the same time, especially for um I think something that's on YouTube and insta if I don't feel like posting it, then I don't want to post it because it's not going to be genuine oh that's Um, good yeah which uh it's it's still definitely hard because I I want to be consistent but um you know sometimes life takes over a little bit especially you would know you've got other outlets and businesses going on at once so it's Mm -hmm. hard to kind of channel all your energy into one thing but definitely a work in progress that's for sure
0: yeah for sure even on um my own instagram page not butane industry but just yeah. my personal one I was looking at that this morning after I was stalking yours and um <laughs> I was like oh my gosh I haven't posted since two weeks ago and then I yeah. thought tomorrow you've just moved states, you've gone on holiday, you've got engaged, like relax, it's fine. You can have two weeks off. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no one's going to yell at you, you exactly, know. Exactly, But yeah. there is
1: a lot of pressure, isn't there? Yeah, you almost feel guilty if you don't mm. post. And I don't feel guilty for people because I don't think anyone really misses me when I'm on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> but I do notice like if I've had a bit of like a hiatus and then I come back to Instagram or YouTube, my videos or um, posts just don't get as much traction, like because mm. people are like, Oh, I've kind of lost interest. But then, if you post, you know, a few pics in, you know, like a pick every day for a week, it just kind of keeps on building. And people really like it and they feel like they're your friends, they know what's going on in your life. So, yeah, it's definitely a consistency is key if you want to build a community. I think
0: mm, that's really nice. And so in your role being a YouTuber and an Instagram influencer, you are trying lots of different products and skin products and makeup yeah. and things like that. Do you ever find that that, um, you know, can kind of disrupt your barrier or it can give you a little bit of inflammation or anything because uh, all of these different ingredients?
1: Yes. I'm, I'm really, really careful. Not with the makeup. Like, makeup's fine, um, mm-hmm. but definitely skincare. I'm super careful what um, like collaborations I say yes and no to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I know my skin pretty well. Like it is unpredictable, but I do know that I it does get kind of sensitized easily just because of the eczema. Um, but it, then, you know, I do try anti-acne products and ingredients and you know, it can be good for one part of my skin and not for the other. So mm. I do have to be really careful um, and it is quite hard sometimes because some brands that are just starting they look like they've got really good ingredients in them and then they send them out for you to try and you have like a trial period before you actually say yes and commit to the collaboration
0: Mm.
1: and it's hard I've had to say no a few times because just after trying them it's just not good for my skin right so yeah I do it does disrupt it a little bit and it's hard because it's almost counterproductive (laughs) yeah 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 I just I'm just careful
0: when um you first started getting um partnerships and becoming an influencer for certain brands I can imagine that would have been super exciting for you um and you just wanted to say yes to everything and try everything um yeah what permits whether you say yes or no nowadays that you've got a little bit more control Um, I just, I
1: stay loyal to the brands that I currently love, you know, like I love tribe skincare because for, for my skin, that is just absolutely perfect. It's like natural ingredients and, um, it doesn't irritate me. It's like my, that's like my baseline. So, I will always use their cleanser and moisturizer, but then, you know, there's different serums and stuff. So if a brand says, Oh, we've got this serum that I want to use. If I don't already have that in my skincare routine, or I do have one and I'm not completely happy with it, then I'll say yes and I'll try it out. Mm -hmm. Um, but seriously, mainly ingredients is something that I will say no to. Like if it's got nasty ingredients, I'll just, you know, say no. Mm. Like I I don't want to do that because I don't, firstly I wouldn't put that on my skin anyway I've got a beauty background like I can tell if a if a product isn't going to be great and secondly I don't want to promote something that I know other people might buy and you know it doesn't have my tick of approval on it you know yeah
0: yeah yeah Um, and I guess that's that's what I love about you in terms of being an influencer on Instagram because you do have the skin and you're a beauty therapist background, what probably irritates me the most and probably has the same feeling on you is people who aren't from the industry. And, you know, with respect, they've probably educated themselves to a degree. Yeah. Um, but it is it frustrates me to see people who have no idea talking about skin recommending ingredients or recommending even supplements you know now we're going into does that irritate you yeah.
1: um it doesn't really irritate me it just makes me nervous for a yeah. consumer I guess like because makeup artists aren't necessarily beauty therapists and a beauty guru which is what they call them on youtube and insta Mm. isn't isn't a beauty therapist either like you said they they might um educate themselves which is great but a lot of them don't which isn't bad but it's kind of just like stay in your lane then yeah because yeah you don't want to oh some of the stuff you see some people promoting and you know consumers and their viewers are like oh my god yes that's awesome I'm gonna try it and Um, it's like no
0: that's not a good product step away from the counter
1: (laughs) oh my gosh like it's actually really interesting for me as well because obviously I do post those no makeup pictures when I've got acne all over my face the amount of like unsolicited skincare advice I get Uh, where I'm like no I am not gonna do that (laughs) like that (laughs) is not good advice it's a it's a crazy platform for people you know giving out advice and experiences that they don't really they're not really that knowledgeable mm.
0: about mm. yeah So yeah. Yeah, interesting. For sure. Um, You spoke about Tribe skincare before and on episode um, 25 of ours, we spoke with Kayla from Tribe and she mentioned that you were an influencer um, of hers and and a brand partner. Um, Do you have any advice for businesses who might wanting to be to connect with Instagram influencers or bloggers or vloggers and they just don't even know where to start? Like how does somebody contact you and say, I want to use you in my next campaign, for example?
1: Um, So obviously, first of all, I think you really have to believe in your product. Like that's what I love so much about Kayla. She is so knowledgeable and just she really, really cares. She would never, ever put anything in her products that she wouldn't put on herself. Mm. So I think that's a big one, like actually really believe in your product and like it. Um, And then secondly, like when it comes to approaching influencers, I think a big one is make sure it's in line with the influencers, um, you know, uh, Instagram and YouTube content. Mm. You don't like, sometimes I'll get, um, some people saying, Hey, we're doing like meal prepare meal prep stuff. Like, do you want to yeah. put this on your channel? I'm like, Oh, it's not really in line with what I post. Yeah, so right. no. Yeah. So I think approach the influencer with that in mind. And also th- my biggest pet hate and I'm sure like even every influencer hates this everyone hates this in general um it's nice if you're approaching an influencer to say their name you often get the generic hi dear we're looking for collaborators um yeah do this like make it personal make make the influencer feel like you actually want them you know them Yeah, I think that's a big one. But, yeah, they're the main things that I can really think of.
0: Yeah, cool. And so for anyone who's listening, be that a business owner or a product house or somebody who wants to just grow their personal page or even start a blog or a vlog, um, what can people do to gain traction on Instagram?
1: Well, I think, like, having one or two platforms is key. Like, I've seen – I think this is what Kayla with Tribe did. She – started her business and then on Facebook there's this um oh I forgot what the group is called but it's all like women's who have so oh, yeah businesses. like-minded
0: bitches drinking yeah. wine yeah yeah <laughs>
1: that. um which is really really cool because they all have each other to you know share their experiences with and their milestones and hey ladies I'm just starting a new brand um which logo looks the best and they will put a few up and everybody will kind of choose and then um, so that's good because you'll have the support from them and you can be like, hey, I've just done this Instagram. Like, can you guys follow it? And they're actually very helpful. They, um, you know, word of mouth is such a huge thing. Like, you know, if somebody tags their friends in a photo, like they might be like, oh, yeah, this looks good to me. I'll follow. So mm-hmm. I think starting off with like another platform to kind of <laughs> move people over, crowd control a little bit to, <laughs> towards your Instagram page is big. And then once you've got that first thousand, it's like a domino effect. I think it just grows a lot faster, um but at the same time, it can be like a real roller coaster, like even for me, you know one month I'll literally lose two hundred followers, mm-hmm. and then the next month I'll gain five hundred so it fluctuates so much Instagram's so difficult to grow on um but you can promote posts as well, which a lot of businesses do where you pay to have the have your um posts show up in people's feeds who don't even follow you Mm. so that's good as well Um, but yeah i think just the whole yeah get a get a small group first and then get them to tag people and yeah i think that helps
0: Mm. are you sometimes shocked by um you know you might have done a really staged photo with a full face of heavy makeup and you post it and you expect it to go bananas and then you do like a little quick selfie in the bathroom where you've got your acne and then that that actually goes more bananas than the whole staged one that you did are you shocked by what does get traction and what doesn't
1: um yeah like I do usually know what before I'm about to post something whether it's gonna get likes or whether it's not mm. I know that I literally know if I'm going to post a photo with my dog or with no makeup, <laughs> they're going to go well because <laughs> people love relatability. You know, they're like, oh yeah, I've got a dog too and I love him. And <laughs> I've got acne as well. I'm dealing with this. Um, but then a lot of like makeup, um, yeah, makeup posts, some people are just like, oh yeah, I like this, but I can't do it. Or yeah, they just can't relate to it. It's staged and it's posed and it's, not great but then it's also funny because sometimes um you know if I'm going on a night out and I post a full body pic where I'm so glammed up and it's nothing like I normally am those pics will go crazy like people really like that Mm. so yeah sometimes it does surprise me like what gets likes and what doesn't
0: yeah yeah so kind of um roll of the
1: dice
0: yeah you just don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) so kind of um consistency being being real on your account and then just kind of changing it up every now and then
1: yeah yeah definitely um I do try to change it up because if you post too many of the same things like if I posted too many no makeup selfies people would get bored and people would think that I you know I was a bit of a martyr maybe like oh she's trying to garner attention over having Mm. acne
0: um so yeah I think yeah changing it up is definitely a big one as well Amazing, and so um, we mentioned you're on YouTube and Instagram, and of course we'll tag all of your handles in our posts. Oh, but where can um, where can people go to find find your stuff on YouTube? Because I'm not a YouTube guru; I don't uh, know how to navigate okay. that world.
1: <laughs> um, if you just type in my name, Madeline Edwards, it should come up. Um, yeah, otherwise, like sometimes if you're like looking for a certain video on Google and um, an influencer has made that video Mm. um like if you type in like tribe skincare and a youtuber's made a video on tribe skincare they might be at the top Mm. but yeah youtube's a funny one like a lot of people just tag their youtube um have their youtube link in their description on instagram
0: on instagram Uh, okay yeah yeah cool 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 well thank you so much for joining us today it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you yeah it was um, really nice yeah picking your brain all things youtube instagram and being a little influencer oh thanks for having me (laughs) Pam it was really nice my absolute pleasure we will um, speak with you shortly thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode with maddie edwards instagram and youtube sensation if you have loved Maddie's episode today, or you love the community that we are creating at Beauty Industry, make sure you jump onto Facebook, Instagram, uh, what else do we have? LinkedIn, we have our member community profiles on the website and definitely come to our Butte Brunchmas event that is happening on the 2nd of December. We are loving all of the traction that you guys are creating for us. as a little independent podcast, so share this on your Instagram, on your Facebook, in any which way you can. And you guys know I always truly appreciate all of your help and support to make this industry a better place. Until next time, stay connected. Next week on the podcast for episode 28, we talk with Belinda Hughes, also known as the natural beauty expert, on why she thinks natural beauty in a retail and a professional sense is better for your client's skin. Until next time, stay connected.